Horse Space. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Horse Space. My name is Chrissy. Today I have Bex. She's amazing. Um, and today I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about the hardcore community and the hardcore boys and how they kind of treat women in general and sex workers in general. Um, as soon as they find out we're sex workers, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now I do want to put a big trigger warning here because we will be talking about abuse and what's been going on with all the abusers being called out and rape and so on and so forth. So if this makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to listen, um, please take care of yourself first because this could be pretty triggering for you. Um, so yeah. Um, and thank you so much for listening in advance. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Bex. Um, I've been doing sex work for about two or three years now, I think. And I use she, her pronouns. Um, yeah. And what was the thing that kind of got you into sex work? Like what was you know, your reasoning, or did you just want to do it, or what was, what was just the, the thing? Yeah, well, I had had friends who had done sex work, so it wasn't any, like, thing foreign to me by any means, but I was working at a restaurant, a fine dining restaurant here, that I just met a man, a little Splenda Daddy, if you will, <laughs> and he had, like, I ran him his food that was, like, running late from the kitchen, and he stopped me and pulled out his wallet and grabbed a $50 bill just for, like, running his food, and he wasn't even, like, my guest, and I was like, okay, what's up with this dude? And he was, like, known to do that, and then gave me his card and, like, asked me to go to dinner with him. Oh. That's where it all started. Wait, so then do you have a lot of experience? Like, did you have a relationship with him, or do you have a lot of experience yeah, with, so like, sugar daddy? I kind of, like, jumped right into, um, I don't even know if, because I don't want to, I guess, like, take away from, like, a true escort and, like, the duties of their job by saying, like, yeah, I escorted, but, like, I was doing, like, I guess, full service with this man. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, it's just wild that I jumped in, like, full, like, head first. <laughs> no, I mean, I would still consider that escorting, because, I mean, you are doing a full service, and you're essentially being his dinner date, and he pays you. So, I mean, I, I still consider that escorting. Yeah, I guess I just didn't have, like, a long client list, so... It wasn't something I did for a long time because he actually um, wronged me. <laughs> he gave me his credit card number to, like, buy outfits for our dates. And I had, like, uh, I think it was, like, a 650 limit. And it was, like, we would do this, like, once or twice a month. And then he canceled the card. And I, like, got back charged everything. Yeah, so I ended up owing, like, I had to pay all of the small businesses back because, obviously, I'm not going to let them lose out on anything. Wait, wait, so you, like, what? Like, you bought all the stuff or, like, you were buying all the stuff and then he canceled it? 
Yeah, so I was using, because he gave me permission, he gave me all the information for this credit card, and then, yeah, he canceled it. Wow. And so, like, Did he ever tell you a reason why? And then, like, I, yeah, I got hit up for, like, hey, you have to pay this. <laughs> wow. And did he ever, yeah, so. he ever tell you a reason why? Um, no, I kind of just, like, got really nervous and was like, I don't really care to talk to this dude anymore. No, for sure, no. I'm yeah, I was just like, hey, what's going on with this? And he was like, I canceled it, someone was using it, and I was like, okay, well, I still have things, like, that I have to pay for now. And he, like, helped me out a bit, but also I was just very, like... Uncomfortable? Yeah, and just, like, put off. No, no, I for sure get that. Like, there have been, like, so many instances where it's, like, even if it's a minor thing, like, if it, if, like, somehow it just makes me uncomfortable or I feel, like, very off-putted by it, like, it's, like, it's a one-and-done thing, like. That's what I mean. When you get that gut feeling, especially with, like, doing sex work, whether it's, all online or in person like you get that gut feeling and you know you just shouldn't yeah no for sure and I feel like that's I feel I've gotten that like so many times like way too many times to count so yeah and it's also like I've also gotten it and like not necessarily like listened and been like I'm just nervous like this is just new and I've never done it and then it goes back in my face that's when you got you gotta listen to yourself you gotta trust yourself especially in this industry like you cannot you can't, like, in this industry, like, you can't trust men. You cannot trust And also, trust you men. just, like, can't be safe enough. Because, again, you can't trust men. Yeah, no. And, like, you absolutely <laughs> should trust your gut and your gut feeling and trust yourself. Um, so then you've done, like, a little bit of escorting. Um, what else? Like, what other types of sex work have you done or dabbled into? Um, mostly just, like, making content, um, and, yeah, like, escorting, being, like, arm candy, etc. And it's so funny because it's always presented itself to me, um, when I'm, like, serving in a restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, which is, like, I think that is, like, very, like, I don't know, I think it's very prominent because, like, as a server you are like the face of a restaurant in a sense and like they want to put like pretty women in the bar and also because they know who their bar guests are no for sure it's like i'm paying you for this service for right now but i'm giving you an opportunity to give me a service at the casino later or like in my hotel room or like at a restaurant another night like No, for sure, and um, that's another thing is I, this, I feel like uh, men picking up, or not essentially picking up women, but like seeking out their next sugar baby or whatever from a restaurant, like I feel like that's a very common thing. This isn't, I don't, very common. This isn't the first I've heard of that. Um, I've actually dabbled into like being a sugar baby myself, slash escorting, I guess. Um, <clears throat> how'd it go for you? There was, um, one guy in one guy, he was very nice, very sweet. Um, he was like 36, 37, not that old. Um, and so we went out to dinner one time. It was like, it was 
honestly, so out of my comfort zone. And I respect and commend everyone who does it on a full-time, regular basis. Because it's, it's just, you, you have to be in it to do it, you know? Um, especially on the escorting side, um, because we did have sex for money. Um, and... It was like it. Everything went well. Like I'm not. I'm not knocking it. The experience was fine, but I just don't think it's for me. Yeah, and like I've also had like experiences like that while escorting. Just like it, like reopens trauma, or like yep. puts me in a bad headspace, mm-hmm. or like it just doesn't feel like natural enough. Yup. 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 You like yeah. literally described it perfectly and it's, it's just not organic it's, yeah exactly and like I feel like you definitely have to like either be fully comfortable with yourself the idea or like you just really have to like be in into it like very into it because it just yeah. it's it definitely was not natural to me at all yeah and it's also like very much like I mean, this is with sex in general, but, like, you have to trust your partners and your clients, you know? Like, you, that's something that is, like, very, like, important to me. Especially when it comes to, like, full service or, like, escorting, because it is something that, like, is a lot more personable, and, like, I am, like, 120 pounds and 5'6", and, like, any man could really just, like, throw me through a wall if they wanted to and I don't like to think about that but like but you have to think about it you have to yeah yeah and and that's the thing it's like that's another thing that like because I that I am very uncomfortable with um the idea of being a sugar baby or escorting because you have to meet these strangers is that um I am (laughs) 411 that's what I mean and it's like so cute that you're 4'11", but also, like, I don't know. It's just, anyone could pick you up and run. Exactly! <laughs> like, you know, like, they could just pick you up and, like, run with you down the street. No, and that's that's the thing. It's, like, like already in my everyday life, like, I'm scared of walking my dog at, like, the, the nighttime, like, night-night, like, 11 o'clock. Like, yeah, that's in case- I mean. It's, like, being a woman, not like much less a sex worker is like hard enough in public yeah and so then to throw in escorting in the mix and being a sugar baby like meeting these strangers like thank god in public places but then when it when it reaches that point of like being intimate and having sex um then that's where you really really have to be careful and it's like yeah and it's a lot of like how do i know this person's going to respect if I decline or like how do I know if like something goes astray while like the deed is done like I don't know how do I know that they're going to respect my like nose and like my non-consent exactly and like I've um so like after my like experiences like trying to be a sugar baby or escorting um I stuck around on that website seeking arrangements um, terrifying. Very terrifying, let me tell you. Um, it's so terrifying. I've only heard horror stories. Like, um, 
I thank God, like I just I I never willingly met everyone and anyone. Like I I was always like very high with my standards, um, but. Like, it's just, the men are just very, like, uh, I remember there was this one time where a guy, he, like, seemed promising, and he seemed very sweet, and then he just kept trying to invite me over to his hotel without even, like, a date or anything at first, and then he was just, like, and, like, I get it, sugar baby, there's some sugar in it. Like, you cannot expect that, like, to be paid without it. it's also, like... Yeah, like, I want this, like, I want a true, like, relationship out of this. Not necessarily romantic, but, like, I want that to be something that's, like, built and worked on. Yeah. And, like, um, and, like, but the thing is, it's, like, exactly what you said. It's, like, if I was going to do this, I would like a relationship on, you know, a obviously strictly platonic because I never wanted to like fall in love with someone that's um, what I mean but like just like a relationship in the sense of like it's respect. mutually beneficial yeah. it's respectful yeah exactly it's a business relationship exactly ultimately. and like that's what you would es- expect that's what you think of when you think of sugar baby like if you really yeah. did your research and so for like men to come on the website and expect purely just sex well that's yeah it seemed like when Backpage went away a lot of people went to seeking arrangements looking for like a back page and and type of relationship and that's the thing in it and it's like men get mad at you like on seeking arrangements men will block you if you do not talk to them quick enough men will block you if you do not want to have just sex with them Men will block you for any reason because you are not going along with their terms. And honestly, no matter how old they are, they're extremely immature. Like, there was this one guy, and he was like, oh, like, I'd love to meet you. I have all this money, clearly, but you have to come to me and me only because I don't want to put, like, miles on my company car. (laughs) Uh, are you paying for my flight crazy yeah exactly like are you paying for gas like are you paying for my flight like are you paying for me to get there like there's that's what I mean and also like I want some upfront for like this promises yes like yeah and then especially um, like the to travel that's like asking so much to not have like anything like any prior knowledge or any sense of security, really. Like, you'd be, like, That's going... That's what I mean, yeah. Like, I've talked to this person once, and he wants me to fly out. Yeah. And or drive like, out. <laughs> and, um, it's just, it's, like, I feel like now, like, in Seeking Arrangements, it's, like, you could find, like, a really, really good sugar daddy if you really wanted to. They're out there. I know there are. But then it's also, like like 75% now it's just guys wanting to fuck and that's it and they just don't even care and it's like go on craigslist for that like or something that's what I mean it's like because especially because like you're turning a website into something that like that's not what it's meant for and like that's not and again like there are other alternatives that you can use for that no of course and like 
don't know. It's also like that is a service that is available. 1000%, you know, like 1000%, but it's also like you're looking in the wrong place, babe. Yes, no, yeah. And like that's like when people ask me to meet up on OnlyFans and I'm like, "Are you dense?" Oh my god. No, I feel like oh god, the amount I'm of like times. you can't even type the word meet on OnlyFans for a reason. <laughs> and like it's just that I feel like is just the number one common thing. It's like guys really think we want to meet up with them. Like, no. No. Yeah, like, you can look at me naked from afar. But I'll but never like, see don't you. don't get close to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, there's, and, like, Skype sessions, too. Like, I will never do Skype sessions just because I'm not that comfortable. But it's, like, guys really want their cake and to eat it, too, obviously. Yeah. Like, they want nudes and they want, like, a girlfriend experience and then they also want to meet up and fuck you. But yeah, and it's like, you want me to be your girlfriend. <laughs> but you don't have enough money for me to be your girlfriend, like your working girlfriend. <laughs> and <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That'd be a lot that's of money. Thing. Yeah, like, exactly. And also, like, that's not something I'm. that's on the table. Right? And, like, and, like that's something that I feel is, like, disrespected a lot in sex work. Yes. Like, and you not offering something and, mm-hmm. like, them just being very adamant about needing or wanting it so bad. And or, like, trying to, like, top the price point by, like, an extra five bucks, lol. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, like, like, what you said is, like, like, they don't really respect your boundaries, like, yeah. Unless unless they're, like, possibly a recurring customer or client or whatever, they don't respect your boundaries because they just they just want everything. And, like, no matter how much you tell them no, or, like, you could put no meetups or no Skype calls in your bio, and they won't even care. You're still going to ask yeah. ask for it, yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's definitely not easy money whatsoever, and it's not... No. And it's not... An easy job whatsoever because you ha- constantly have to deal with, like, the pushback of clients or, like... Wh- That's what I mean. I think people think it's, like, you're just taking pictures and, like, videos of yourself and then it's, like, you post them and you get paid for it. Boom. But, like, you have to, like... Like, there's so much that goes into, like, ways you can be scammed as a sex worker, whether it's, like, just, like, a time waster being in your DMs or, like, someone who, like, has to have assurance that, like, this is going to happen. Or, like, I love the scammers who um, are, like, I've been scammed before. You have to send content before I send money. Yeah. And I'm, like, you're no. hilarious. No. <laughs> and uh, it's funny that you say that because there is this one Facebook post of this girl. Um, I don't know if she was a sex worker or not, but... Um, there's this guy in the hardcore community, funny enough. I think you might have, you might have heard of him, but Travis Palmero. No. Oh, really? Okay, so he is from, I think, Massachusetts or New Jersey, but, like, he has been a creep, and he's been, like, around, and he's been, like, always trying to get into girls' pants. He's been, like, sliding into girls' DMs. He's been asking for nudes, like, all this stuff. And, um, there was this one girl on Facebook, um, she said she was selling nudes to him, and 
he gave her a sob story, like, oh, I've been screwed over before, um, and I've had girls not send me nudes for money before, and, um, first of all, if you do that, like, if you just sell nudes on the side as a hustle, and you just scam men out of money, like, I understand taking men's money because they deserve it. Yeah, like, scam men, awesome, but, like, you're really, like, throwing a fork in our job. Exactly, exactly, but, um... Then he, like, gave her this whole sob story, and she bought it, and she sent him nudes, and he didn't pay. Like, what What did you think was going to happen? Like That's my Pisces ass, so I would probably do something like that. <laughs> but, like, the but thing- like, yeah, especially, like, someone who's, like, known to be that type of person. Mm-hmm. Just, like, overly thirsty and, like, adamant about it with, like anyone and everyone and that's the thing it's like she like go ahead and call out the memphis scene (laughs) (laughs) and she posted screenshots about it and it like clearly showed her willing to just send the pictures without payment first and she tried calling him out on it which yeah call him out on it but a he's a known creep and b you kind of did it on your own so i mean Yeah, and it's, like, take that as, like, a learning experience and, like, don't do it again. Exactly. And it's just, like, like, you can, like, literally just be, honestly, be a hard-ass bitch. Like, you have to be firm. You cannot take, you can't take shit from anyone. You can't take negotiations. Fuck negotiations. Fuck the guys who are, like, what? Fuck negotiations. Like, what can I get for $5? Like, no. Price is firm. Exactly. Like, be a depop user price is firm <laughs> straight up like i say that all of the time like one time someone like asked to um someone purchased like the same video on OnlyFans twice mm-hmm. and they were like oh man I, I bought the same video on accident and i was like okay <laughs> and he was like well it was twenty dollars and I was like do you want me to film you something because I'm that's not on the table yeah (laughs) I was like I can like send you like maybe a few pics because like I guess my bad for having it up twice but also I was like you're really making my day hard yeah no and that and like I don't know it's just so I I don't know. I think I've been doing it for five years, so I'm just, like, honestly, like, props props to the people who have been doing it for a lot longer. Um, yeah. Because also, like, that's the thing. It's just so – I feel like people turn, like, to hating it very easily because it is, like – it's hard and it's annoying and it's a lot on, like, your mental and your emotional – Yep, yep, and 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 that's the thing. It's like it it gets so emotionally draining, especially when customers don't listen or when like you are like, I don't know. It's just like with the whole OnlyFans scam, and then people are trying to find a new platform, and it, like there's a lot of change that happens with sex work, yeah. But it's like that also plays into like being the men- mentally exhausted because it's like. You do have to keep up in order to be in this industry, but at the same time, it's like, 
I don't know. It's, like, there's a lot of factors that play into, like, being very emotionally and mentally drained. And it's, like, I feel like I'm getting to that point. Like, I've been burnt out so many times. And then, like, I get the motivation again. And then it's just, like, this never-ending cycle. And, um, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of getting to that. I'm kind of reaching to that point where I just, I kind of want out. Like, I kind of, I kind of want to be done with it. And not, yeah, I think I might retire soon. Like, it's just like it's a, it's a great industry. Oh, god, I have nothing but love for it. But it's like, yeah, and it's also like you have, like, I feel like it's, I mean, you have the podcast, so like you are building relationships solely on sex work, really. Yeah, and, and like, I feel like you, me especially, like, I meet so many like amazing people who like really just like want to help out. Mm hmm. And that's There's a, a few that are, like, kind of, like, elitist about it. Oh, God, don't even get me started. <laughs> and it's also, like, yeah, when I started getting into sex work, I was, like, talking to my friend who used to cam and then was, like, retired. And I would, like, go out with her and, like, go out and have some drinks. And then um, I knew she wouldn't take cash from me, but I would, like, make sure to, like, pay her tab. And, like, because, like... Ultimately, like, you're helping me out with sex work and, like, you're giving me a service and, like, I'm going to pay you for it. Yeah. Because, like, your time is money, even though, like, you were here anyways. Still, like, you're helping me out. You're doing me a service. No, and that's and that's the thing. It's, like, like even if, like, I'm not going to be doing content anymore, I would still love to be a part of the community and still, like, have all my friends and stuff and still, like... Like, God, let me promote you. Like, let me do whatever I can to help you. Like, I still want to... that's what I mean. And also, like, with you doing, like, photography, even though you're mostly doing, like, gigs and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're great at portraits. And, like, I can only imagine, like, you would be great at, like, boudoir or something. Oh, my God. Like, that's the funny thing. It's I've actually done boudoir, like, I think, like, three times in total. And that was, like, three, four years ago. Um... But, oh, my God, if I could, like, get into that again, because it's so fucking fun. And if I could and, and if I could do that for sex workers, like, hell, yeah. That's what I mean, because it's also, like, I would love to give my money to a former sex worker. Also, because, like, they know the angles I want. They know what poses I want. They know how to help me out if I'm, like, losing direction. Yeah. You know, and it's also, like, nothing is better than not having to pay a creepy dude to look at you naked. Yes. And I feel like there's like way there's oh, there's way too much trust in like men in this industry or like men trying to help us in this industry if that makes sense. Like like let's Yeah, I like question integrity and intentions a lot. Yep. Yep. No, so do I. And like I think well, obviously, that has to do with, like, my personal issues, but I think this industry also just does make you have, like, a hard shell with anyone who isn't, like, a mutual, in a sense. Yeah. Um, exactly, because it's also, like, you don't know how they're going to, like, take things, and I feel like you're just, like, naturally on defense. Yes, yes, and, like... Yeah, so it's, like, you're just, like, you carry that into all aspects of your life to an extent. I try to, like, keep my ego in my sex work and not let it follow me home, if that makes sense. Like, what what do you mean? Like, 
that's where I keep like my big headedness. Oh as, yeah, like, yeah. In my job, in my profession, but like I try not to like carry that home and like carry that like. Also, like looking at stats is like my fatal flaw. Oh my god! I think I, that's why. Like I kind of like that's the part of me that like hates OnlyFans. It's like the the like whole like top whatever yeah. I feel like just is so it's like discouraging how many, you have? how many likes you have it's so discouraging to like other women and like Especially it was people who like just got started mm-hmm. and like it was definitely discouraging to me at one point because it's like okay well I'll definitely never get there <laughs> even if I wanted to because it's like a lot of the people who are in like the top like five top ten even have a lot of followers have a lot of following and it it, I don't know just it's it's extremely discouraging honestly and that's another thing is like even though I have many many friends on OnlyFans and who do sex work and other aspects Mm -hmm. um I still I never thought it was okay to like even when I was serving like I would ask my coworkers to be like hey did you have a good night like y'all make good money but I was never like, how much money did you make? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just think that's, like, unprofessional and, like, not, like, necessarily disrespectful, but it's, like, overstepping. No, for sure. And it's, like... So it's the same with, like, asking, like, my friends, like, how many followers do you have? Like, I don't know. I think that's just, like... Like, on... it's also, like, I feel like you're just feeding into that, like, possibly, like, negative headspace. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, I, I definitely think with, with OnlyFans, you should just, like, never talk about how many subscribers or never talk about how much you're making. Even in sex work in general, like, it's just, like, yeah. not only is and it going to... like, someone's wondering how much, like, to price something, you can give them help without being, like, I make this much. Or, like, obviously, like, tip menus, everyone can see those. Yeah. But, like... I still think, like, a monthly quota is weird to talk about. No, for sure. And that's – and, like, it's just – if you talk – Because it can be really discouraging. Yup. And, like, it's just – like, if you're making, like, $2,000 more and you price things way lower than I do, like, that's just – like, clearly either I'm doing something wrong or I'm just – I'm just going to feel like shit about myself. Like, just – That's what I mean. It's, like – Because I don't know why anyone would ask me that, but it's also, like, I can only imagine why I would ask someone that, and I'm not going to help them feed into, yeah, because it is just, like, so discouraging, and it, like, puts you in that, like, insecurity. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah, it's funny. I got that text about um, my nudes being sent out for free and, like, laughed at, LOL. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah. I've, like, lost, I've, like, noticed I've, like, lost subs or, like not made as much as I would like last month or like the previous months so um let's because you said the reason why I wanted to talk to you is the dm you sent me because it's just it was mind-boggling to me but like also not surprised (laughs) not all and it's also like because it was, like, a Houston number, I was, like, is this someone on a te- – well, first I was, like, okay, who is this? Because I figured it was someone local because, like, I can only imagine 
I don't know, because it's like, what other hardcore scene are you talking about? Because, like, you can't be talking about the royal hardcore scene. Yeah. Because, like, I can't imagine every boy in hardcore is in the same group message, you know? And, like, okay, so just for everyone listening, um, do you want to explain the situation? Yes. So I got a text um, probably a week or two ago. And it came from a Houston number that I did not have saved. And it said, I know of men in the hardcore scene who are subbing to your OnlyFans and sharing pictures of you slash making fun of you. Just thought I'd give you a heads up. And so I, like, quickly responded and asked who it was to no response back. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. I should have known better. But... Memphis sucks. (laughs) That's really all I can say. No, like, and I'm gonna get so canceled for this, but I don't care. That's the thing. It's like, one, what are you laughing at? What are you making fun of me for? Like, my 10 out of 10 sense of humor, my amazing body, like, my perfect tits, definitely not my asshole. That's like award winning. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. It's like, God, like, We literally just had, like, two months of guys being called out for being creepy or abusive or sexually assaulting someone, and it's like... mean, like, countless men have been canceled on Twitter over quarantine. And it's like, after all of that, how can you still be a piece of shit? Like, how can you... Okay, also, like, I'm gonna tap in on this with, like... Dirt Naps being a local band, like, Reserving Dirt Naps just had to kick Zach out, the drummer, because there was a rape allegation. And, like, and it's, like, props to them for doing what's right and, like, making him leave, but it's also, like, he's in this crew. Like, he runs with these dudes that are, like, more than likely, I don't know, just very annoying. And, like, it's like, you really can't stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> And, like, that's the thing. It's, like, being in, like, a so-called welcoming community, we should not have to worry about guys, like, or our friends or, like, any guy in the scene either looking at our nudes and, like, being creepy or looking at our nudes and sharing them or looking at our nudes and making fun of them or, like... Yeah, like, in any way, like, you shouldn't be looking at my nudes unless you're paying for my nudes. Exactly. And, like, it's, like, clearly they're not respecting you. Clearly they just, like... And also, it's not only me. There's, like, I heard something about someone else who's local. They were, like, making fun of, which also they're non-binary, and they were, like, making fun of, like, the hair on their asshole. Women have hair on their vaginas. Gender norms. I don't even want to conform to gender norms. Like, I have hair all over my body. And, like, <laughs> like, are we, like, are you really that dumb and unintelligent that you don't know that women have hair on their bodies? Like, it is not, it's not a myth. It's not, like, some unknown thing. Like, women have hair. Women are thicker. Women have rolls. Women are skinnier. Like, that's what I mean. It's, like, bodies are bodies and, like, just pay for it. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, and like, I mean, everyone can have their preference. Everyone can do what they want. Everyone can, like, I just don't fetishize. Obviously, that's gross. 
if you do that, you're a piece of shit garbage. Also, if you, yeah, just like pay for it. Like we all are like going through it right now. I am unemployed besides OnlyFans. Like I don't have a vanilla job at the moment. And and that's and the- it's like, can you just respect that this is my job? Like I have to pay bills. Like, I just, I really don't understand, and I can't even begin to comprehend why these grown-ass adults are sitting here illegally sharing other people's nudes and porn, and, and they're just, like, what, I don't, I don't understand, and that, like, this is, like, such a big topic in the hardcore community, and, like, no matter how many times we talk about it, it's not changing, and we need to, like, like, men need to get over their fucking egos, like, grow the fuck up, and, like, it's, like, no matter, like, oh, like, no matter how many times you tell your friends, or, like, like, this past two months, like, I saw so many posts by guys being, like, check your friends, check yourself, check your behavior, check how you treat women and your women friends in the scene and, and on a daily basis and whatever. That ex- I'm just saying that because Nard got called out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, Nard was, like, equally hated by everyone. Sorry to name drop names on your podcast. No, no, it's okay because I know. Every- that's what I mean. Like everyone kind of like clowned him, and then he got canceled. And I saw something about him like breaking veganage or something. Yeah. So um, a while that was actually like a while ago, like a while ago. Um, so he has he had gotten like psoriasis or something like that. And yeah, I remember. He, and he broke he broke vegan, and people were clowning on him and. I don't like mean. I don't. I don't. I don't really care. I just. Yeah, I'm more like he got canceled, but also that's what I mean is like he's always been a clown, and it's easy to like say things when it's about him or about someone that you're not close to. But like that's the thing with like the local scene is like I think they're just doing this because when I first started OnlyFans, um, someone sent me a screenshot from their cute little group message and. Um, a, like, almost 40-year-old gay man who's, like, only into hardcore and movies was, like, said something along the lines of, like, they're going to want change for a nickel. Um, someone said I'm going to only make $30. Um, this and that. Just, like, all in the group chat. Very immature. Um, and it's also just because, like, are y'all mad because I won't fuck y'all? <laughs> no, and that's the like, thing. I think that's it. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's like, so when I, like, so when I first got into sex work, it was my one and only year of college. And um, that was like, no, it was before that. It was before that. And, um... <clears throat> So it was way before that. I was only selling nudes, and that was, like, on the low. And then when I went to college, I um, started making videos of myself. And then when I had met my ex and moved to North Carolina, like, obviously, it's a whole new North, it's a whole new hardcore scene. And it's because people found out that I was a sex worker and that I did camming and stuff like that. 
uh, I found out that, like, a lot of people from the hardcore scene, and not even just North Carolina, but, like, from other hardcore scenes, like, would just creep on me over cam and never pay and would just... I hate that. Or, like, would, like, I don't know, anonymously sub to, like, OnlyFans whenever OnlyFans came around and, like, slid in my DMs in, like, such a creepy way or, like, even when I broke up with my ex, like, so many guys, like, hit me up saying, like, oh, like, I thought you were hot, but, like, I only wanted to fuck you. That's what I mean. It's, like, that was never on the table, babe. I'm doing this, like, I'm giving you a service for money. And 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 it's also, like, you're lucky I don't have Tennessee, like, (laughs) geo-blocked, you know? And, like, that's, and, like, that's the thing. It's, like, men are real, like, men are really out here being bold as fuck, like, saying, like, oh, like, I really wanted to fuck you, or, like, being on some slick shit, like, ooh, ha-ha, like, you, I don't know, what, what, like, how, I don't know, whatever, and, it's also, like, maybe I would, like, accept this advance if, like, you had a personality, or, like, an ounce of confidence, or maybe, I don't know, stop supporting your rapist friends, that's a good one, (laughs) and that's the thing, okay, so, speaking on that, one of my friends, like, obviously, I'm not going to tell their story, but um, yeah. they got sexually assaulted by a guy in a band, and the band kicked him out, but everyone in the band is still friends with him. I do not get that. Like, come That's the fuck I mean. it's on. Like, it's all for publicity. Like, it's all to be like, yeah, dude, he got kicked out. Like, he's a piece of shit, whatever. But, like, behind the scenes, like, you're still chilling with him, like, still letting him around and that's ultimately it is like with you doing that you're like making this space unsafe for women and femmes and really like anyone except for like his bro friends and like and that's the thing it's like you like they so, like, they told me the story in confidence, and then they finally called him out on it, like, on Twitter. That that was also after the fact that they talked in private. And then, because they talked in private, he thought, oh, well, I guess we're cool now. So like I, I'm safe. Yeah, but no. So then she, so then they posted it on um, Twitter, and he was shocked that so many people were like, what a piece of shit and then they and then he was like oh well we talked in private everything's good now or like something along those lines and it's like no no you're not good like you're still a fucking piece of shit what don't you get about that and it's like how can you sit there and say like how can you have a girlfriend how can you have a sister like how can you have women friends and say like fuck a rapist and then call out someone who sexually assaulted someone, but continue being friends with them. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, make it make sense for me, dude. Like, that's what I mean. Two plus two is not four in this equation at all. It's like 15 somehow. And like, it's like, how can you think that's okay? Like, y'all want to talk about the hardcore scene changing, but you're not making it any safer for women trans people non-binary people femmes sex workers at all like that's what i mean it's like i know that there's like 
some men that love women and like want to see sex workers do well and like want to front them in their hardcore band and like awesome but like for the majority of the scene it is not the same it is very it's a boys club it's always been a boys club it is and there's been this like like, yeah it's changing and i'm putting quotation marks in front of that because it's not (laughs) And, and there is changing too slowly. And especially cause that's, I think like number one is the fact that I don't know about everywhere else, but I know the politics of like Memphis venues and they're not safe spaces at all. They care about money. They care about getting a crowd in and they know the boys are going to bring their boys, but that's what sucks is like, I would love to go to a show and not see 15 abusers in a circle. Like, I don't want to get in the middle of that. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like... Like, I don't want to see it. I don't feel safe around it. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, a a reminder of, like, my trauma. And it shouldn't be like that. And and there was this one... There was this one quote that was going around. Or not even a quote, but just a post um, during quarantine. And saying, like... You only respect the women that you are sexually attracted to or that you're attracted to. And something it's never been more applied than the hardcore community. Like, you guys really like you should be looking out for your friend for your girlfriends, for your women friends. Like those are the people you need to look out for the most. Like And that's what I mean. It's also just like even just your fucking friends, like, I don't know, like, I have, it's funny, I kept one friend around from, like, the boys crew here, Mm -hmm. and it's funny, too, because I think they're so upset because I make content with him. Really? (laughs) Yeah, he's, like, married and, like, my best friend, and, um, yeah, like, I'm very comfortable with him, and I make content with him, that's, like, he's on my OnlyFans more than most people, and, yeah, so I think that, like, also kind of bothers them because they're like, what is he doing that we are? But, like, why is it about you? It's not about you? being cool. It's about being nice. It's about having, like, decency. Exactly. And that's the thing. And, like, men, like, why is that so hard to get that it's not about you? Like, why can't you just respect? It's so egocentric. It is. And, and it's also, like, women have been seen as, like, tools for sexuality. And it's, like... You can't see me as a being, like, with my own capacity for my own sexuality. And, like... Like, It's only, like, I don't... uh. And, like, this... Exactly. Ugh, because this is such... (laughs) This is such a frustrating topic. Like, I... Yeah, yesterday I was like, I can't wait to talk shit about men for an hour. And that's the thing. And now I'm like, like, God, they suck. I hate it. This shouldn't have to be a topic. Like, why can't, like, hardcore and sex, like, I get, like, there's a lot of women in hardcore and, like, a lot of non-binary and so on that do sex work from the hardcore scene. I get it, but the two shouldn't go hand in hand. Like, you should not give a fuck about what we do outside of the scene. Like, come on. Like, and That's we- what I mean, unless, like, you give a fuck about, like... Or you, like, want to help with my career, like, you're inquiring about it. Like, okay, nothing feels better than when I tell someone I do OnlyFans and they're like, that's really cool. 
Like, I think that's a really cool thing that you do. Right. And, and like, like, you didn't like objectify me. Yay. Like, sexualize me. Even though like, that is my job. I'm not at work right now. And, that's and a- like, I think that's the thing is people see it as like, it's so much part of me that I have to carry it with me all the time. That's not it though. Like, OnlyFans, sex work, what type of sex work you do does not define who you are. And people are failing to realize that, especially the hardcore community. Just because we go out to a show doesn't mean you should come up to me and be like, hoo-hoo, I watched you camming last night, or, oh, I just checked out your OnlyFans. Don't come up to me and bring up my content at all. No. And like that's not cool. It's not. It's not cool at all. Like, 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 oh, and like, um, God, it's, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. Like, how, how do you. Because they're like fringe friends. Like, they're not even like your friends. They're just people that see you out. And it's also like the same folks that are like, that used to text you and be like, I saw you at the show last night, but I, I didn't see <laughs> <laughs> You know, but it's like. They'll message you later and be like, or like message you on OnlyFans and be like, I saw you at the show. (laughs) (laughs) They just moved, yeah, they just moved DMs. (laughs) And that's the thing, it's like, oh, or Snapchat. Oh my god, don't even get me started on Snapchat. I'm an adult, I don't use Snapchat. (laughs) Okay, so I did like, I like, did like, um. like, occasionally, because I still have like following from there, and every time I was on Tinder, I would keep my Snapchat in there, because I didn't want them to see like my socials that I use. Uh-huh. And so I will like promote my OnlyFans there a lot. Cause also Instagram deletes my story every time, whether it's just like Lincoln bio. Like, Seriously? It's never up for more than an hour. That's insane. Zuck hates me. But, um, no. And, um, so I only like, I don't use Snapchat anymore, but I had it like, like a year and a half ago and but like it would be like guys from the hardcore scene only messaging me on snapchat because they want they want their chats deleted right away and (laughs) it's also like rape culture like that's a red flag no it is it's such a red fucking flag and it's like literally we cannot escape it we can't escape like guys like using our profession against us or only using us for our profession or also is like growing up and like coming to terms with like my trauma it's like okay I see that this is these are their intentions like this is how it works and it's also like you see through some of it more you know Mm -hmm. and like it's like it's still like we still have not moved on from the creepiness, from, like, the, um, like, how guys make people uncomfortable. Like, that's still very much a thing, no matter what we just went through on Twitter and Instagram for the hardcore scene. Like, it's, like, I'm still seeing stories pop up. Like, I'm still seeing, like, men being called out. Like, fucking Tyler Carter just got called out for sexually assaulting multiple people and grooming and being a piece of shit. Like... We're still not out of it yet. Like, it is not... It's not just this performative thing that you put up. Like, you cannot say respect women and not follow through and not check your friends and not 
like, how hard is it to just not be friends with someone? And, like, the people that say, like, oh, he's changed, it's the past, the past is the past, like, he's a different person now. Like, no. Okay, but also the past is the past, but, like, this hasn't been brought to light for this person, and they've been able to continue to live their life how they were. It's, like, restorative justice is not... Like, it's not happening in their lives, so, like, yes, it happened in the past, but that doesn't... That just means they carried it into the present. And, like, just because it's in the past for them doesn't mean it's in the past for their victims. They can still very much be dealing with it. And even if it's just abuse and not sexual assault, or even if it's just grooming, like, not that those are any less important. No, they're all very very traumatic experiences for victims and it's also like yeah they're equally I mean they're all traumatic and they're all within their own and also like each person's different with how they handle their trauma etc and like it's just this is something that just you can't just say it once and think that it's over like you constantly have to like what is so wrong with constantly checking your behavior? Like That's what I mean. It's also, like, so systemic and hardcore and in the music industry everywhere. And, like... Um, but, yeah, it's also just, like, why is it so difficult? I don't... Like... Especially when you have women who are here telling you this is what happened. Nothing hurts worse than, like, telling your story and then someone like questioning you about it which is like I don't know I think um that's the first thing men do when their friends called out and that's the, why why why, why is it that so hard to believe victims exactly and that's always the number one thing I say is why is it so hard to believe victims or women or whoever it is like why is it so easily for why is it so easy for you to trust your homeboy is it just because he's your homeboy or like do you just not want to accept the fact that he did these horrible things like it's like it's not it's also like are you just trying to like protect your homeboy so that you don't get called out too yeah Mm -hmm. and like because that's the thing it it turns into a safe space for them to be heinous at that point. It's not a safe space for, like, anyone but cis men to exist and not have anything bad happen to them besides, like, maybe a girl turning them down. And it turns into a space for them to hide behind exactly. their friends, behind their bullshit stories. Like, it's... Behind their bands, you know? Like, that's another thing is, like, yes, someone can be extremely musically talented. Cool. They still rape somebody. Yup. And that's the other thing that I hate is, oh, they did this horrible thing? They still got good music, though. It's like, that shouldn't be the case. It's, like, so prevalent here, like, whether it's a DJ set, whether it's a hardcore set, whether... It could be anything, but it's, like, you play music... You've got space at our venue. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, people don't really, I don't know. It's, like, as long as you're good, as long as it sounds good, that's really all we care about. And, like, that's, and that's. Until, like, publicity comes out, you know, like, until it gets political. And that's one thing. It's, like, oh, like, why, why should it, why, 
like, what is so hard for you to accept? Like, why is it so hard for you to let go of their music? Like, there's, like, if a shitty person who assaulted someone made music, and I used to like their music, now I can't get past their sexual assault. Like, why would I keep listening to it? Because that's just, Dude, it, it's tainted. New, I'm, like, such a Pisces, brand new, like, ruined my life in high school. Like, they were my, I had all their CDs in my car. Um, it came on shuffle not too long ago in a friend's car, and I was like, I had listened to it since the news came out a couple years ago, and then it came on in someone's car, and I was like, okay, one, I used to listen to this and enjoy it, (laughs) I was a bitch, (laughs) two, yeah, like, I can't, like, think past, because, like, that's also, okay, we're gonna get into my trauma now, (laughs) um, I, yeah, so I was in, I was thinking I was a freshman in high school, and I didn't even, like, I wasn't into hardcore at this point, and this kind of, like, scared me away from it, to be honest. Um, my abuser had a fucking, how fitting, they had a Keepers of the Faith tattoo on their uh, calf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, how fitting. Um, and... Yeah, they were, like, grooming me. They were, like, 21, 2, 3-ish. And I was, like, a freshman. So I couldn't have been, like, 14, 15, maybe. These men, like, in the hardcore scene, whether you're in a band or not, like, they know how to use what they have in order to try and get what they want in order to try and abuse women. Like, okay, let me take an example. Also, I'm going to correct you there because... um, Yes, women in most cases, but, like, in our cases, children. Yes, that is children. so fucked. Children. Um, kids, like, kids that aren't even 18 yet. Um, kids, that's kids, like, kids, like, it's, and, like, that's the thing. It's, like, guys shouldn't have to wait until they're 18. Like that's another thing is, like, I make it a point to, like, be at those all-ages venues every time there is a show there because, like, even if I don't necessarily care for the music or, like, have an extra ten bucks to spend, it's, like, I'd rather be there and, like, sit in the back like a hawk and, like, make sure... Because, I don't know, like, I kind of wish, like, I felt safe when I was, like, in high school and, like, wanting to go to shows. Because I missed out on a lot being, like, suffering from PTSD and not knowing it and, like, having anxiety and etc. Yeah. And, like, um... Because I also, like, know these dudes are shitty, and, like, I don't put anything past them. And... To be honest. No, yeah. And, like, with with the hardcore scene, like, um, I'm gonna, uh, like, let, like, let's, let's talk about guys in, like, big bands with big status. And I, I don't want to name him, but there's this guy who is very much uh who's not well not I don't want to say very much but he's older and he's in a big band and he has a girlfriend and he and the first time we met him um we drank together this actually wasn't this was like this was like a year and a half ago or like a year ago or something like that and we drank together 
And then after I left the show, he was very much flirty, very much, oh, come hang out at the hotel. Come see us tomorrow. Like, come see us at the next show. And then, but, like, after that, he stopped text. This was, like, through text. And then after that, he would just only slide in my DMs and just be like, hey, how how you doing? And, like, other stuff. And, like, oh, and when, and when we were texting, it was, like, very much like a, oh, I have a girlfriend, like, you're so young, you could get me in trouble, like, this and this and that, like, even though I was 22, but, like, it was, it was I just, I don't like that, yeah, anything that sounds like that, I'm like, do you have, like, an age about it, like, do you have a thing, and, and, and then, um, and then, so, even, even now, like, he, like, pops in and out of my DMs and just checks up on me, I don't know why, but it's like he very like you could tell he very much wanted to flirt and fuck. You could tell right away. But it's just his girlfriend and he like made that very apparent. And then one time he unfollowed me off everything and then he he used the line, the very so common line, Oh, my girlfriend um was very uncomfortable with you or like she found out about you or something like that. When nothing I even know happened. What? And, yeah, exactly. And, like, nothing even happened. Like you were being creepy? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and it's uh, also, like, I don't know. I All my friends are, like, in open relationships, and, like, I've been in an open relationship. And it's just, like, I hear I have a girlfriend, and I'm just, like, okay. <laughs> but then I'm, like, oh, wait, are you trying to, like, what? <laughs> like, are you trying to insinuate that we're going to fuck? Because No. Yeah, unless, like, your girlfriend is fine with that, like, you know. But it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's just a fact. Yeah, and it's just, like, you're just trying to, like, I have a girlfriend, but, like, you just want to, like, leave that, but, so, like, you can interject if you want, but, like, yeah, like, I'm not going to put someone else in a position like that either. And it's just, it's just the fact that it's guys in bigger bands using their, their Their fame fame. and their status and, and just, just taking advantage. Cause after, um, so I told a friend this one time and then he told me that he's apparently known to fuck girls on tour and. Either his, like someone I know. <laughs> either either his girlfriend doesn't care or she doesn't know. And it's like it's, it's I'd expect the latter. It's just so fucking mind boggling. Like, unless like you are in a non monogamous relationship, there's I find that extremely insane that like someone just wouldn't care that their partner is being unfaithful. Right, right, yeah, no, like, like, and, um, like, him keeping you around and, like, checking up on you or whatever, like, that's just him trying to keep that door open because he knows he's going to tour again. Oh, yeah, I know, trust me, I know, and then it's so fucking funny because one time, because I'm a photographer, obviously, and I've been wanting to, like, go on tour, so I asked him, I was like, would you take me on tour one time because it'd be like it'd be fucking awesome and like you don't have to pay me I don't care like I'm I'll have my own yeah, money just like experience exactly and then because I wanted something he was like oh you're only using me as an opportunity I'm like what the fuck? L fucking L <laughs> look at yourself in the fucking mirror exactly <laughs> I can't with, mm, 
And it's also like, are you really trying to like reverse psych me right now? And and that's the thing. It's I went off on him, and like anytime I have an attitude with him, he's like, "Why are you being so mean?" And it's like, "Sorry, I'm not." I hate that shit. I'm I not. Hate that line. I yeah. hate anything that is like. Yeah, they start to like switch their tone really quickly when they realize they like hit a nerve. When they realize we're not putting up with their shit anymore. That's what I mean too. Is like because like there were people locally that were called out recently that like. I have unfortunately had a past with and me and my friend were talking about it and I was like I wonder why like and then I was like wait he had like call out after call out after call out and they were all like younger women like 19 20 maybe 18 and also I was like he thought I was 26 when I was 21 and he was 21 and I was like he thought I was 26, and I, like, carry myself with this, like, shoulders-back confidence attitude. And I was like, he probably knew better. You know, like, he knew I wasn't, I didn't fit his victim mold. And, and I was like, that's, like, just also, like, <laughs> nuts. That's what I mean is, like, they form when they realize that, like, oh, you do have a backbone. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. It's like... I feel like, God, just, it's, it's, it's such bullshit how hardcore boys treat women in general. Like, it's just, it's annoying. And, like, how, like, one time I got rejected by another big band because, and I was, like, texting their singer, and he was like, uh, no, I can't take you on tour because the guys might want to fuck you. Like, that doesn't mean that I can't like that's another thing about hardcore period is like I don't want to see a cis man take their fucking shirt off at a goddamn show unless I can go out nips out and not be objectified period I'm like I get so jealous I am mad no and I mean it's like you can't walk into a room full of hardcore men without being objectified exactly and it's and even, it's also like if even if they weren't objectifying you he's doing it for them by saying that you exactly know? like what makes you think i want to fuck you bro like or your bandmate like, so what if they want to fuck me everybody probably wants to fuck me i walk around expecting it it doesn't mean i want to fuck them like i just want to do a job it's also like why is that a problem exactly. like and we're not gonna like be doing that so it's not going to get in the way of work or anything like also you spend most of your day sitting in a fucking van exactly exactly and like it's a job what are you gonna do like exact and i just i want to do a job like it's my like i want to have experience it's a job like it and that and that ties back to fucking sex work like it's a job like why do you have to treat it as an open door to try and fuck me like that's what i mean like, you don't hear someone paints and you're like, oh, dude, I always wanted you to paint my fucking house. <laughs> like, no! Like, and it's just... I think it's, it's never... Awesome. It's very... It, that's the thing. It's like, with being a sex worker, you already have to deal with this every day. And this is, like, emotionally taxing. And then you also have to deal with it on the weekends, off work off the clock you know like when you're out having fun like 
fucking on vacation, dude. I was in New Orleans and like people are like cracking jokes about me having OnlyFans and I'm like, I'll crack them right back. You're not pretty enough to be on my OnlyFans. Sorry. Like, I don't know. That's the thing too is like people want to like make snide remarks. I will, I'm not being nice when I'm off the clock. You know, like I'll be nice to my clients to make sure that they return. Like even when I had to, when all my shit got put on an IB, I like archived it all and was like, it'll probably be up next week, but someone fucked it up for everyone. So sorry. And someone DM me and was like, that's really fucked up of you to do that. One person did that and now you're punishing the rest of us. And I was like, thank you so much for caring for my health and well-being. Right. I was like, thank you so much for supporting me. I was like, you'll be, I was like, I'm sure you'll be right there when all my posts get like back. Enjoy. I don't, sorry. Yeah. Like, cause like ultimately like I still have to be nice to them because if they, say anything to OnlyFans, I have to refund them and pay the OnlyFans fee, which is so fucked of them to do that. (laughs) And, like, so, and, like, I have so many guy friends who, like, know I have OnlyFans, and they just don't bring it up. They don't talk about it. Cool. Like, let's just not talk about it. I'm fine with that. I have guy friends who are, like, also in the hardcore scene that aren't, aren't local, but, yeah, like, I have my friends all over and like I'll like make jokes and be like put my put my OnlyFans in the discord one time and it's like they're promoting me like without making fun of me or like without having to like send free like weird promo or like you know like yeah my friend Grant sent it out to his friends and he was like she has perfect tits really cute this is her Instagram and um yeah, I got, like, two or three subs from him, and, like, he's on it, and, like, he never, like, will text me about it and be like, yo, that post, because he knows to keep it on OnlyFans. It's like, if that post was hot, you comment on that post on OnlyFans, and I know it's hot. And that's the thing. It's like, I've had so many instances where a guy will text me, like, ooh, look at what you just posted. Like, that was fucking hot. I'm like, Yes, thanks. Dude, like, I don't want to have a conversation with you in my text, though, about it. Like, that's my job. Keep it on my job site. Exactly. And, like, yeah, thanks. I know. Like, that's the reason why I post it. Like, you don't have to tell me twice. Like, and, that, and like, it's just, why can't you just keep it at, like, a friend level? Like, why, why do you have to go out of your way to tell me that you like seeing my tits? Like, I do not care, bro. Like... That's what I mean. Like, the only people that are allowed to text me about my OnlyFans posts are, like, the boyfriends that I'm, like, hey, new post on OnlyFans, waiting for some love. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it's, like, when I start the conversation first, and it's also, like, sorry I didn't send these nudes directly. Go check them out. And, like, that's the thing. And that's also because, like, I'm initiating that. Exactly. And that's the thing is, like, that is a boundary that is up until I pull it down. And, like, we shouldn't even have to, like, it just, it's mind-boggling to me that men really think that these tactics would work and just, like, 
we give in, like, ooh, yeah, you liked my picture. Okay, let's go fuck, because we're, like, come on, dude. Like, no, it doesn't work. Those are also the same dudes that, like, send you the post you just posted, and, like... They're your DMs! (laughs) Bro, I can't. I'm like, why didn't you just... I That's, like, my first thing every time. I'm like, why didn't you just comment? Exactly. Like, why didn't you just comment? (laughs) Or, like, why didn't you just say nothing? Like, just keep it to yourself, bro. Like That's what I mean. And it's also, like, <laughs> it's, like, I know them. I'm, like, why didn't you just, like, comment that? Like, that's not weird of you to do that. But it's also, I'm, like, you're making it weird for me having to, like, skate around the fact that, like, you're being not even, like, necessarily, like, creepy. Just, like, weird and hard to talk to. <laughs> They make it difficult. They do, and they it shouldn't be difficult. Like, they shouldn't... We shouldn't have an extra hard of a time because of what we do on the side or what we do... Also, it's like I shouldn't, like, latch on to, like, every man in hardcore that, like, isn't difficult to speak to and, like, has, like, a decent head on his shoulders even though he's, like, not emotionally compatible with me. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm, like okay, we have our interests aligned, and, like, he's hot, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> and he's not mean, he doesn't hate women, because, like, that's the thing, is, like, your options are just so small at and, that point, and, like, one, like, the Venn diagram overlaps, like, a hair, <laughs> into hardcore, doesn't hate women, <laughs> three men, <laughs> And, like, one last, like, one last thing that, like, I want to bring up is the guys that, God, they're not even your friends. They're not even your friends. And and they go, oh, you're, could we make content together one day? Oh, my fucking God, I hate that shit. Like, like, do you, do you honestly, do you honestly in your heart? believe that this is gonna work for you bro dude i had some man from that i knew from church who like is married and just had a kid and i'm like i know y'all are not in an open relationship like come at me trying to buy content and then he was like time wasting and then he was like well i'd rather just like film it with you and i was like that's not on the fucking table oh yeah and it's like god like just stop also like such an ego trip that you think that you you could also like the second i turn it around and i'm like okay are you ready to like for me to fuck you now and they're like what and i'm like you're not ready (laughs) like you aren't like you're just not experienced enough god i don't know but it's also like I wasn't thinking that to begin with ever. That's not an end to this. Oh my god, do you hear my cats? <laughs> Thankfully my dog's been asleep this entire time, but um Okay. Do you have anything else that you wanna mention before we go? Ooh, um if y'all have any spare money after paying rent, um y'all should donate reparations to whether you have a victim or also black lives, of course, people of color, um, indigenous people, etc. Support small businesses, shop small, um, whether that is a sex worker or a restaurant, 
a record store, whatever y'all are into. Having trauma, but I don't know the best way to word it. So we hear you. We're with you. We love you. Um, It's all on your own pace. There's no rush to come out. There's no rush to call out, you know? No. Yeah, hold your friends accountable, shitheads. If y'all, any Memphis folks are listening, please cancel me. I don't want to talk to y'all anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this is... It was so nice speaking with you. It was so nice to speak with you, too. Um, This is the part where I just kind of want to let you promote your OnlyFans and your social media. (gasps) Okay. Yeah, go follow me on OnlyFans, Instagram, Twitter, um... I don't really get on Reddit like that, but my tag is cornbread underscore queen. <laughs> um, I'm adorable and blonde. She's so pretty. Go follow her. <laughs> I'm just like a little baby. But also, <laughs> I am, um, do not ask me to dom you. I don't really do that. I am baby. I'm a Pisces. I cry a lot. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'll peg though. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was great speaking with you. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Max. I had so much fun. Of course, me too. I know. I would say if you ever want, like, a returning guest, I'd be stoked to be back. Yes, of course. No, um, we'll text. Okay, yeah, for sure. I'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was Bex. Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, As always, if you want to be a guest, hit me up on social media or email me at horsebasepodcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was a very important topic for me and for other women as well um, and other sex workers as well. Um, So I hope you guys actually listen and take this in. Um, But yeah, hope you guys have a good Sunday. Bye.